Coming up next, we're going to talk about a common hiking hazard and how to make sure it doesn't happen to you. That's next on The Scope. Health information from experts, supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. I want you to think about it. When you go hiking, what problems do you normally run into? Maybe sore feet, tired legs, blisters. Pretty common problems, but today Dr. Emily Harold, a sports medicine specialist at University of Utah Orthopedic Clinic, is to here to tell us about one of the more common hiking problems that isn't something that a lot of people really think about, and it's dehydration. And when I heard about this, I'm like, really? Dehydration? Don't we all drink enough water? It seems like everybody's got a bottle of water. Well, I think we all drink some water. (laughs) I think that we don't all drink enough water. I mean, I think that we are blessed to live in a great state that has an amazing climate, and it's a very low humidity climate. And because it's a low humidity climate, when you're outside and it's hot outside and the sun's beating down, a lot of times your sweat dries quicker and you don't really realize how much you're sweating. And it can almost be pleasant when it's 80 degrees outside in this environment versus 80 degrees in a very, you know, Houston, Texas, in which case everybody knows they're sweating. And so a lot of times people are sweating more than they realize and they're losing more water than they realize and they don't replenish enough. Mm -hmm. And that can lead to headaches and tiredness and in extreme forms can even lead to things like heat exhaustion and heat stroke, which can cause a lot of damage over time. So if I'm just going out for like an hour or two hike, uh, do, do I really need to take water? Is that is that enough time to start getting symptoms of dehydration? It's enough time. Yeah. We huh. would recommend at least a quart an hour. Okay. So if, if you're going to go out for a two-hour hike, one, we recommend probably drinking a liter before you go. Okay. And then while you're out, at least a quart an hour that you're out. More if you are running, trail running, doing activities that are more than just walking. Mm-hmm. And you've covered uh, more... Endurance-based events like marathons and, and whatnot, and you say that it can really be common in those events. Explain yeah, that a little bit. It's a common problem. A lot of times in marathons, um, people are out on the course for four or five, six hours. On a hot day, they don't drink enough fluid when they're out running. And a lot of times when they come in after they cross the finish line, they can have some dangerously high body temperatures, 103, 104, 105. And so we really kind of institute a rapid cooling program and try and give IV fluids for hydration. But it's very important that you drink enough water, especially when the temperature gets up above 70. Mm-hmm. And when that sun's out, is it even worse? Yeah, I think because the sun dries the sweat off a little quicker. And okay. so you don't get the same cooling effect as sure. you get when it's a little cloudier. Yeah. So drinking uh, water, very easily preventable of dehydration. What about like extra salt in those situations? Is that- yeah, it is recommended that if you're out for more than an hour that you do ingest some salt. Really? Above and beyond what I would normally get in my diet? I think that's why trail mix became so popular. (laughs) Sure. Because people realize if they went walking for a long time, that salt that comes from peanuts and that kind of thing can actually help to retain some of that water they're drinking. Mm -hmm. And that helps to replenish their water stores a little easier. Gotcha. Uh, And then also we're talking about kids. Uh, If you go out hiking for a couple hours with kids, that has a different effect on a kid than it might adult. Oh, exactly. And if you're like my kids, you like to run ahead and you're, you're constantly exploring. And so you're not drinking water. And no matter how much you tell them to drink water, by the time they start drinking when they're thirsty, they've already gotten a little bit dehydrated. So yeah. I think it's really important just to watch your kids' water bottles. I usually recommend bringing a water bottle for each kid and having them drink from it so you can monitor how much they're consuming. And if you get somewhere and you realize they haven't really drunk very much water at all, then you can push their fluids a little bit just to keep them from getting dehydrated. How often does uh, heat exhaustion and heat stroke really lead to bad things? I mean, is that not too common, more common than I might think? 
I think both. I think we'll see a lot of hyperthermia or high temperature sometimes in the emergency room. Usually if you catch them early and you cool people quickly, it doesn't lead to bad outcomes. Okay. Now, if you have someone who you know is in Canyonlands or Moab and gets lost and wanders, that's something that can lead to yeah, heat stroke and, no and can lead to some, exactly, yeah. some brain injury. Uh, so just to kind of wrap up then, like uh, for myself or for my kids, what would I look for for symptoms to indicate uh, they need to be drinking more water? Or is it just monitor water drinking? I think it's easy enough to monitor water drinking. A lot of the symptoms are kind of difficult, things like fatigue. Um, they get that when they hike anyway. Headache is a common one. So if you're your child or you notice that you are starting to get a headache when you're walking, a lot of times that's because you're dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So that's the earliest one. So in that instance, drink water, get out of the sun for a little bit. Exactly. Rest find for a how shady long. spot. How yeah. long would you want to rest for? You know, I tell people find a shady spot, drink some water. You want to rest for probably a good 10, 15 minutes until you start to feel better. Yeah. And that will start to go away. And, and then yeah. you're fine to go back out again. Absolutely. I mean, this seems like just like one of those topics that I don't think a lot of people think about and a lot of people don't think is really all that serious in their life. Yeah, I think that's that's my final thought. It's something that I know I could do better at, and most of us can do a better <laughs> job of, of hydrating. But it is something that can lead to some problems, and it does make for a much more comfortable walk if you're properly hydrated. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.